Hello, everyone. Thank you for checking out this special episode of Really Dicey. My name is Manny, and I'm here with... Andy Peregrine, um, lead writer and that's still on Dune Adventures in the Imperium from Modiphius, uh, available now. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to talk about uh, the newest source book for the, the Dune RPG that's been coming out from Modiphius called Sand and Dust. It's, a, it's a, about 156 pages. Um, yep. uh, and this focuses just on Arrakis. Yes. Yeah, we were, we were actually very good. This is where Modiphius is very good and very patient with, with me and the team as a writer um, because we it's originally meant to be a 128-page source book um, and we got all of this stuff in and I had to say to Modiphius, can I have a few more pages because when we've got it into layout, it turns out it's a little bit bigger than we expected and they, they were like, they were great. It's like, no, we can work that in. That's, that's good. We can fit that into the budget. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we're actually getting, we packed a lot of Arrakis into this book. Um, it was it was the obvious one to start with, given that we focused initially on uh, focusing on adventures in Arrakis and around Dune, because as we said before, it's called Dune for a reason. Uh, but what we also wanted to do is give people some detail on things, all the iconic things like the Fremen, I think. So we've tried with this, and it's the thing we're trying to do with all the books, is to give a solid amount for GMs and players because you often find, particularly as a GM, you're buying all the books because nobody else wants the, to shell out for the GM secret book or the adventure. And as a player, you're also going, I want to get more stuff for my character. Um, and you're just waiting for the big player's advance guide or something to come out. So what we're trying to do is put a little bit of something for everyone in here. So one of the features of this book is if you're playing a Fremen, this is your Fremen source book. So we've got extra traits, extra talents, extra details on creating Fremen and how to create your in siege, uh, similar to how we do the, the initial house construction aspect of things. Uh, so it's really just to build out those players. Not that you can't play them in the box in the core book, obviously, but to really you know, get into that character type. And as we go through, hopefully all of these faction characters that we do are going to get their turn to get a, a big expansion. So obviously, Sand and Dust is the time for the Fremen's, Fremen's turn. Hmm. So, Eric, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very important planet. Um, how, how, how is information um, put together exactly? Like, I, I'm trying to compare it to, like, if someone did a book about Earth, you know, and, like, like how, how, would you, how would you put that information? How would you describe this planet exactly? How does that information put together? Well, we, we've done a mixture of things. I mean, our focus on all the books is try and keep things to give you something inspiring for adventures. So we didn't want to, I mean, we have to go through some of the history of Arrakis and things, but I usually think back on books that I read and think, where is the stuff where you think, what's the bit that inspires you for more adventures? What's the bit that tells you, oh, there's a cool thing over there and there's a cool thing over there. Uh, what I'm tempted to think when you're dealing with a planet in, say, 158 pages is not very big to do a whole planet. Uh, even then. So what we focus on mostly is trying to build the structure. So you have a solid skeleton to build everything on. Now uh, we've already built some of that structure into the core book. And so this is a book that shows you a little bit of how we, why we've done that and how we've come forward for that. So where we have the detail of the eras in, in the Dune setting, which we list in early in the core book, we've now used those as the skeleton to hang the history of Dune. So we go, what is Arrakis like in the time of Muad'Dib? What is Arrakis like in the time of the Beglerian Jihad? In those sets, eras. 
So we've broken the history down of it. So if you focus your campaign on a slightly different era, then you can just pick up the Iraqi source and go, all right, what's happening then? Right, that's what I need to know. But of course, you put all that together and you've got a complete history of the planet as it was, um, as it's been seen and as it's been used by the Imperium, which essentially is nobody really cared about it until someone found spice. Then it became the most important place in the universe. <laughs> so, uh, so we want to give that background because it's also, as I, who I've said before, I think in some of these conversations, uh, for all its its danger and its brutality. Uh, Arrakis is a beautiful place and it's one of the things I loved about the new movie you know it opens with Chani telling you how beautiful the place is what it's like when you watch the spice glistening on the desert sand early in the morning uh, so we wanted to get into that we want to give a bit of detail of what are the deserts like what's it like to live on this planet um, and then we get of course into all the big adventure stuff as well we've got a whole, whole detail on Arrakeen and Carthag and again, detailing a whole city could take a book. So what we've done is taken the skeleton approach. We've broken it into the most important areas. And that lets you as the GM, or the players even, can start putting their own stuff into this. So we've given you enough information to go, right, well, I want to put a bar in here. Or I want to put you know, a, a strange club in here. Where's the best place to put it? Oh, right, I can see that would probably go in that district or it would go in that place or whether it belongs in that city or not. Plus giving you, of course, a whole load of all of detailed areas in those cities. So you've already got some stuff to pull out. You know, you, you don't want your players to go, we'll visit Carfag. What do we see? And the GM going, I've got a whole chapter on this and I don't know. So we've got lots of these, the Colosseum, we've got the Conan Palace, we've got all kinds of bits and pieces that GM can go, right, well, as your ornithopter passes over the top, you can see the towers of this, you can see the shape of this and distant, you can see the streets are a bit like that to give the GM all of that general information as well to get through. In players, they love character options. They love new character options in oh, source yeah. books. Uh, uh, can you um, detail a little bit about what's available in this book? Well, we've got a little bit two particular things. Obviously, as I've said before, we've got Fremen. This stuff gets really expanded, so there's a load of new talents. You can have someone, for instance, who knows how to make a Christ knife. You know, I'm a big fan of not dividing things up into NPC abilities and player abilities. It's like, I want to let the players have all the same options because there's some really cool things. I don't want to say, oh, uh, NPCs make the Christ knives. You never know how to make that. When well, you're a Fremen, you might be one of the people who knows how to do that. So let's make that an ability. Let's give that as an option. Um, of course, it may bring its own problems of the tribe saying, you can't go adventuring. You're one of the people who knows how to make Christ knives. Really. So... Swings and roundabouts. Uh, but there's a load of extra bits and pieces for that. We've also got, for everybody, we've uh, the Arrakis source book gives us a big opportunity to have a whole chapter on spice, basically. So what it is, how it's harvested, how it works, what it does to you, and some of the details about that. And as part of that, we've added these new special abilities called spice talents. Now, we're drifting towards some of the weird special abilities that, uh, I mean, obviously you can't quite play him more. I believe he's going to be a whole whole other level of this. But if you want characters, you can get these weird visions or prescient abilities if they take on too much spice. Uh, you can now do that with these. You get these spice talents. And as long as you've got a spice asset that you have to burn, basically, to, to fire up this, you have to power your talents with spice. But as long as you have some to hand and you can make use of that, then um, you can do these weird abilities. So some nice extra bits and pieces there for everyone, as well as just the feminine characters. 
what are what are uh, besides the uh, setting materials are there any other uh game master uh tools or is there anything like a like a bestiary in this book well we've not got there's not too much there's not too much alive on uh, on arachids to have a go at you apart from the fremen um so and of course as we've said before with worms i've very much avoided the idea of going and here's the stats for a worm it's, it's a level three fighter with a, a plus 10 it's like you no, know, if you meet one it swallows you it's that simple it doesn't need any stats it is you know it is the god of the desert you don't you know one does not question the word of a god you know it, it wants to eat you you're gone you know it's 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 a force majeure it's, so you know that's the only real you know, beast in the vestry. So apologies to anyone who was expecting purple worm stats. Um, but the what we do have for this for the GM is a lot of detail about new campaigns and how to run adventures on Arrakis. Because we see this with some people say, um, oh, but it's basically a big desert planet with some harvesting. What adventures are are there? To, well, buckle in. <laughs> What we've gone through here, detail on the politics of spies, how it all fits together, who's trying to do what to who. And we've also added, is another thing we'd be expanding, is two new options and further options as well for creating different campaigns on Arrakis. So instead of just going, as we've set up in the core book, your elite agents of a house, with the source book here, we've got detail for if you want to play a pure Fremen campaign, so from completely the other direction, or you could play a group of people serving a merchant, or you could play a campaign where you're all spice smugglers and you're not attached to a house. So we're trying to give you these extra bits that go, oh, if, if playing agents of a house isn't, isn't your thing, you want to do something else that suits Arrakis, here's that and how to run that for you as well. Here's some setup details, here's some of the scenario hooks you might come across, some of the problems and, and trials that might come up in that campaign, uh, and let you carry on and dive through that way. Hmm. Now, all our adventures still assume your agents of a house because that is our core thing. But a lot of those can be adapted quite easily to, you know, because pretty much everyone is hungry for spice. And so if getting hold of spice is one of the ideas of, of the adventure, then, you know, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that will work with most things anyway. But yeah, we wanted to expand on the, some of the campaign ideas um, and let, you know, and investigate other little areas of the world that you might want to work on. Uh, coming through. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about the art direction. I, I, this looks like there's two covers, and both of them are superb. Oh, um, yeah. I, I couldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't know which one to choose. <laughs> um, can, can you share a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, well, we have Catcher, our art director, um, did the tireless work on this, um, and she has a look. We sort of discuss what's coming up in the book. Um, I throw some ideas at her. She goes away with those. She makes it her own. Does some. Uh, and then comes out with artists and usually she throws, I've got this, what do you think? Oh my God, that's amazing. You know, so uh, essentially, you know, this is all Catcher putting it together. Um, she's done some incredible, she's found, just found some incredible artists and um, and it's just awesome. And, you know, I, I still, I don't know where to start with art. There are, there are things where I will see things and they'll say, they'll say, this is a draft, obviously. Like, that a draft? I could put that on the cover. And then they'll have to explain to me, no, this bit's wrong. And that's, is it really? Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, but you know, I don't have the eye for it at all. But as, as always, what we're looking to, what we're always looking to do with the art is to inspire people with new adventure ideas and things like that. So that we want every picture to tell a story. Uh, 
artist club the window into the world it's it's the it's the you know your imagination is powerful enough to see the stuff in your own right but every now and again you get these little windows to see what's going on in arrakis and that's where the art comes in so hopefully all of these should evoke that feeling of what arrakis is like what adventuring on arrakis is like and hopefully make you look at a few things and go that looks a cool scene or that looks a cool character i want to be that guy i want to play that character and uh and that's the, the inspiration we're trying to work for on this. And I, I think she's done an you know, incredible job. All our artists are brilliant. Um, to, so yeah, and more of that to, as it comes. Uh, and we had, again, carrying on the idea for the collector's editions. Uh, we, those were very popular with us. So, you know, so we loved, uh, we loved doing them as well. So Mark Wickington, who was doing the layout for this book, um, he was uh, given the whole, well, can you do us another collector's cover? Obviously, we knew we wanted to have a sandworm as, as part of that. And he went away and you know, buried himself in all the same graphic stuff that I obviously don't understand. Same way that Chris Webb created some of our other covers, um, has done, and came out with this, this awesome sandworm and you know, the, on the back of the ornithopter, the background and layers of sand. And yeah, it's just amazing. Mm. So as long as they continue to be popular, we'd love to do more of these collector's editions. We really do push the printing on these there have been um, quite a few difficulties to try and make it make sure all the things are as they are because these designs push the limits of what's possible with printing a cover like this so we've had to, we've had to work out very carefully how we can do these but it just that's the sort of level of detail and um and skill that we've had from our from our graphic artists to do this it's it still it just blows me away every time you know i usually sit with words on a page uh, feeling very pleased with myself and then I, then I see what the artists are doing and you know, it just makes the whole everything just come to life it's just amazing mm. so i noticed also that there's a bunch of new npcs also in this book yeah. um probably listing all of them will take a rather be a very different yeah. longer video but is there any maybe one or two that you're happy to see um in this book or maybe the most proud of it's all most proud of thing. it's it's interesting because you get to i'm this is one of those books and say it sounds a bit like cliche but i think i'm proud of all of it because it you get to the end i mean my my thing is always more of an overview thing so you get that wonderful thing that comes together where you get this this book in your hands you know and originally i sort of put together the outline and, and what i'd like to see in it and then you get stuff come back from your writers and you go, yeah, you just got what I was talking about there. That's brilliant. And you look at all the book and you think, yeah, I, I feel I've got everything I wanted because you have to look at it as a, from a customer's point of view and think if I was just playing you, if I didn't have the option to, to make my own books for this, because this is the best thing about it. I love you. It's like I'm making my own role playing for this and, and people are then helping me with the art and the layout and all kinds of other things. So you also approach it as a, as a customer and think, if I was buying this book, what would I expect to see in it? What would I be thinking? Oh, I want to see some detail on that. You know, this is where we come to things like, we want to expand the Fremen, because we know the first thing players are going to want to go is, what extra stuff can I get for my Fremen character? Here you go. What extra stuff can I, I'm in, my character's really into the spice thing. What can I, they can get this bit. You know, GM saying, well, where did Iraqis come from in the first place? All right, how do I fit it into my campaign? Maybe I'll check out that that chapter so i'm i'm proud of all of it i mean so i love with some bits we, we tr what we're trying to do with all of these is give you the basis for the gm to to leap into their own incredible adventures with it uh, this is always all of our books and all of our our supplements 
are platforms for your imagination to take it. So, you know, we want, this is why we have all these NPCs. Some, you know, we've got Fremen craftsmen and ornithopter pilots. They don't sound that exciting initially, but we want to make sure that work is done for the GM. So say, oh, here's your pilot. Oh, and I've got a couple of adventure seeds for them if I want, if I want to turn this pilot into something new. But otherwise, or if the players just suddenly go, I attack the pilot. Why? You're in mid-flight. I've decided it's what my character would do. Really? I bet you haven't got any stats for it. Yes, I have, actually. I've even got a picture of her as well. So it's those things, because we know that as a GM, if we give you the foundation, you can go crazy and take your own campaign. But basically, that's the, the essence of, of this, is to give you the tools you need to do the campaign you want to play rather than us tell you, oh, you, you play games on Arrakis like this and you must do this and you must do that. It's like just trying to give you everything you need to, to dive in. Okay, excellent. Um, this, this sounds excellent. Um, is there anything about this book that I haven't asked you about yet? Oh, I'm looking inside and double check. Um, I mean, essentially that's, we've gone through all the bits. We've also got, of course, an adventure. Um, the amazing Rachel Wilkinson did this one for us. Uh, which is quite a big deal in this one because it's about a, a water shortage on Arrakis. So there's a lot of chaos breaking out. And this is one of the things that we've been very lucky with this state on, is that obviously we've got to try and follow the canon as much as we can. So um, we can't break with established events at all. So it was really good of them to let us do something like this, quite a major event, having a big water shortage on Arrakis. So we had to work out how that was going to work and what was going on. And, um, and how that could be resolved in the game and, and what the reason was. But it was really good that they, were, they allowed us to you know, push the envelope a little bit more with, uh, with things and add these little events into things rather than just say, well, we haven't written about like the book, so it can't happen because that, you know, that's given us an awful lot of adventure possibilities things for that. So, it's, yeah, there's great adventure. So you've got another one as well to get you going. We're very much uh, excited about trying to get as many adventures out there as we can. We've got we now got the two PDF adventures out, and we've got more on the way coming out as well. So we want to really support people's games and give you. So you don't look around and go, oh, "I'd like to play Dune, but I don't know where to start." So well, pick one of these, and, and you know you're off. So and then you go, oh, we've got any more of those? Yes, we have. Here you go because it's adventures that keep people playing. Because this is it is a complicated setting to write adventures for. Um, you've got a lot of stuff going. There's a lot of canon stuff happening. There's a, Politics are always very complicated right? because you you don't quite know what the players are going to do. So a lot of political adventures end up with you going, and depending on what they do, stuff happens at the end. Maybe they'll die, I don't know, because there's so many variables in play. So we want to give GMs a lot of that sort of support and help. If they want to run any sort of adventure, hopefully we'll have something out there that they can go, oh, that was what I was after doing. Oh, and they've got an adventure for that. Well, that will give them a start. And, you know, and hopefully those can help show people how they can use all this material to create more adventures of their own. So, yeah. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> well, thank you, Andrew, for taking the time to talk to us about this book. Uh, it's out now on PDF and, and on... Um... Yeah. We're out on PDF and in print at the moment. Uh, we've got that. Uh, it's just come into the warehouse, so it's, it should have gone out to all the pre-orders by now. Um, that's why I've got my copy. Uh, it should actually be in shops, I think, as well now. And I believe you do get a, a PDF with the book as well. So that's we've got a little code in the back for those. And uh, and yeah, we're very pleased to roll on the ne next supplement we have out is is Agents of Dune, which is going to be our big um, campaign box set starter thing. 
Uh, so much stuff, and I can't wait to show you what that's coming. But though, you know, that's in uh, that's you know in process at the moment, and uh, so much stuff in that box. Uh, I think you're really going to love it. Hopefully, we'll have some pre-orders detail coming up soon on that one. Um, and then I think we've we've announced I think Masters of Dune, which will be the follow-up to that. It's a big campaign book um, that really takes you across all of the uh, the Imperium. And then we have, you know, House of the Lanzarad following on from that, which is where we start moving off Dune and into the Imperium as a whole, you know, as we're gradually building up as everything as it comes out, you know, gradually getting a bigger and bigger with the setting as we go. So plenty of stuff on the way. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Um, so viewers, yeah. uh, stay, stay tuned. We'll be talking more about those future products when they're, when it's ready, when it's time to talk about it. And um, everyone out there, uh, be safe, take, take care of each other and we'll see you soon. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.